You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Five, four, three, two, one. Your timing was right. That was better. That was a, was that a West Western accent? That's my drawl. <laughs> yeah, Southern drawl. Hey, quick question: We're talking about Westworld today, guys. By the way. Howdy. Um, <laughs> boy, you're really into that. Uh, I ha- have all these. AI, I like collect these AI figures. If you ever see advertising one of those books at the at Asylum. That they're coming out with some McFarlane Westworld figures or something. I would like to have some. All they have is Funko Pops. I Consider it done, compadre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. Howdy, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to Westworld Recap. My name's Jordan Lowe. Tip my cap to you. <laughs> I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth No Michael, and I don't know what he's still doing in the intro. Maybe maybe I'll, maybe he's not in the intro anymore. Oh, maybe cut, I cut it out. Maybe, ooh, <laughs> time switch. My my brain's jumbled like Bert Arnold. Okay, so Michael has been written out of our memories. Yeah, and replaced with what, he's my core memory. What does Michael replace this week? We have to pick something new every week. Ooh, uh, he's my core uh, memory that I keep coming back to, and I keep coming back, and I still keep. Making fun of him, and that's I can't be retrained. I have the simplest of code. (laughs) All right, we're going to talk about basic. We're we're just basically going to talk about the last episode of Westworld season two, and share our thoughts and feelings on this second season as we go through here. Because season one, we did a deep dive, or you guys did. Yes, yes, very deep. Episode by episode, theory by theory. Cracking all the mysteries, and we kind of slacked a little bit this year. But that doesn't mean we weren't watching. We were involved, so we want to do at least one Westworld-centric episode if you missed those from years past. Yeah, so if you're a fan of Westworld or episodes about Westworld that we do, (laughs) here you go. So that's all you're getting this this episode, and it's going to be spoilers from the get-go. So if you haven't finished Season 2 yet... Bookmark us and come yeah, back you're later. you're not going to listen to it. Unless you're Teasley and you just listen to it anyway. Yeah, it doesn't Because you want to hear us speculate about stuff and be like, what are they even talking about? Much obliged, yeah, Teasley. We appreciate it. <laughs> okay. So we started out... Um, Westworld. Westworld. Exactly. Where's that? Drop? We used to have a guy that did that. <laughs> Whatever happened to him? We had... Uh, what was pizza time? Pizza time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Pizza time. Yeah, that we'll was, talk about that's a that's a Kapow <laughs> after dark episode. Weren't you supposed? To, you're, is that in the second? No, I didn't go episodes? back and listen to those because I hadn't watched the show yet. So, <laughs> but I remember certain references, and I remember feeling left out because I didn't get an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we started out with the that you know the the pairing of Dolores <laughs> and Arnold. Sitting there, like they did in the first season in the basement, when they were trying to confuse us with who she was talking to, Arnold or Bernard. Well, we get to see this again, and we see 
that she was she has she's trying to make a new Arnold and she was making Bernard. We found out in this episode that Ford didn't make Bernard. He had she had spent so much time Arnold trying to learn about her that she had learned about him more than anyone even Ford had. Yeah, she had kind of recorded all his little nuances right. and knew him. So it was her job to create him, and she basically says, um, "You know, you're you're not perfect. You're not exactly him." But she she realizes maybe that's good because you did, Arnold didn't really work out. He ended up. <laughs> He ended up wanting to die. Yeah, and more Arnold than Arnold. More right, Arnold exactly. Arnold. Yeah, some white, get some white zombie in there. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so she's like, you know, kind of hinting already that the hosts are a superior being, and maybe he's better this way. Are we going to debate that? I hope. <laughs> By the way, now it would be flatbread pizza time. <laughs> Hashtag keto life. I don't remember what pizza car. time was either. Yeah, Michael was having pizza time in his. Uh, yeah, okay. never, never mind. Oh, don't no, worry. Now I remember. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go back and listen uh, to season one. So anyway, this was they, she. They this was trial number eleven thousand nine hundred twenty-seven. Wow. So. They've been working on this for a while. I, the Westworld people are very blasé with, you know, they just shoot people and stab people and throw people in piles and, like, There's they no basically reaction. have a limitless supply of new robotic material. They're never careful. They just, <laughs> they don't seem yeah. to recycle or... Uh, you're, you're very upset about that. <laughs> it's very wasteful in a future where I'm assuming, you know, people are going without. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I don't either. I'm so just saying, have... like, how, how long would it take to do 11,000 trials? Like, what time period are we talking here? Does she have to stop and make a new brain each well, one or said, download a new said, thing? I, I don't think it was that involved. I, I assume it was, like, just popping in a new brain or, mm. you know, a new ball or whatever, and she... And because he just starts right back up with "I was lost," you know, my thoughts type thing. I don't know. There's so much you just have to just. Well, they kept burning the copies of Delos. Remember? Yeah, burned the room off. Yeah, Yeah, the whole room. Like that. Yeah, they destroyed the whole room. Got to go buy a new mattress. Yeah, (laughs) you know how much those cost? A new ten thousand dollar hourglass. Yes, that hourglass in there was a ten thousand dollar. In reality, they paid that for that. And they shot all this stuff before they finally... Then they broke it for real. And it, finally... But it was just like... You could have found a cheaper <laughs> So, yes, wasteful. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Um, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you work on that. <laughs> so, we go back. We see Dolores where Teddy had killed himself. She wakes up there beside him. She turned Teddy into something he didn't want to be. Right. And she manipulated him as people have manipulated her all these years. And what she does... Teddy couldn't take it. She takes his brain ball, we'll call it, out of his head. And she sees the slug that he killed himself with. She takes that. It's smashed up against the brain ball and she puts that in her pocket. So she's going to use that shortly. 
Chekhov's brain ball. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And we have an episode title. <laughs> Chekhov's brain <laughs> <sighs> So... <laughs> so, yeah, she goes and meets up with uh, the man in black. And he's there digging around his arm still. And she... You know, kind of makes a truce with him that they, she needs him to get where she's going. You know, it's kind of like, what? But <laughs> we have to just kind of roll with it. They both have done the same thing. Kind of like you're saying, they both turned their people against them. You know, they, they've ruined the lives of people around them and they need to move on. But before she, fi- before she approaches him, she finds his revolver on the ground and she inserts that slug. Yeah, that had killed Teddy, and that was a little confusing to some people. But like I had looked up last season, because his gun was special. You see him flipping, you know, doing things some with the yeah. mechanism, and it's called a Lamat revolver, and it has it shoots regular you know bullets, but it also shoots a shotgun shell, and he has to maneuver it to use that. And she knows that bullets aren't going to hurt her, but if he does turn on her, and he were to use the shotgun shell, that might hurt her. So she puts that in there, and you know that plays out later in the episode. Well, what are our feelings on William? Because I don't know. To me, like that first season, he was the reason I'm watching. Like I want to see what he's up to. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just seemed kind of different this season. Did anybody else have a different? Well, this season, what, we uh, <laughs> I I, I enjoyed. His storyline immensely the first season. It, it was a, this is a little more of an emotional season for him. He's coming back trying to, what we saw in whatever episode, maybe the seventh, I think, where we saw flashes from, with him and his wife. Yeah, we see so much more of him in the real world outside yeah. of, he's a West philanthropist world. helping the, you know, the people and, but he's kind of discovered a, he's a terrible person, really. He thinks he wants to follow that. Reality and be in Westworld, and but it's not like I don't mind if he's a terrible person, but like that first season, he was so competent and he knew what was going on every step of the way, and he was always ahead of you. And this season always seemed like he's just lost, and like he he was behind everyone else what what was going on, and I didn't get a clear mission. He just seemed like he'd gone insane, like he wasn't. You know, he's trying to find the center of the maze or whatever. It just seemed like he was. I'm just moving forward because yeah. I don't know what else to do. And I think, yeah. I think what I think about that is, as we go through this episode, I think that is kind of explained how that's the simple code of a human, and he can't he can't do anything beyond that. He mm-hmm. is stuck in that, and he is going to fulfill that. He's going to end up. He ends up, we saw in previous episodes, he ends up killing his daughter because he's so obsessed with this world and thinking Ford is in everyone and ends up killing his daughter and he he can't stop doing that, you know. We'll get there. It's a good question. I don't I don't know the exact answer to any of this. I only have like opinions. And he also takes an awful lot of punishment. Oh, yeah. And awful. just gets right up and keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
again, I'm sure I think there's some explanation for some of that. They uh so they ride off. They're going to go to the I guess they're where were they headed? They say the Valley Beyond. The Valley Beyond, yeah. yeah. They that, they use some of these names pretty loose for where where you're going, but you know, where the where all the stuff's going down, plus the time. They're going line. to the crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the crack. So then we see Bernard, he's walking around and he looks out off the top of a hilltop and sees the line of people, all the hosts going to the crack, as you yeah, say. Yeah, the crack. They're going there to Escape the, the, the promised land is yeah. what they're calling it. You know, they want to go there and a world where they can be free, right? And we've got you know Maeve's daughter and her new mom and Akichita, <laughs> our our great character from the eighth episode. You know, and that seemed a little off when that happened to me. Where the whole I got to find my daughter. I got to find my daughter. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, she's gonna enter into this new or this old loop how's she going to react to this other mom that's going to be like I was thinking mm-hmm. that from the beginning and she gets there and is super surprised that the girl has a mom right. out on the planes I'm like had she not thought of that that yeah. there would there would be someone filling that mom role right. it seemed like a big shock to her and then we also see the line of Delos you know vehicles driving there too and I thought it was really awesome watching Clementine ride that white horse <laughs> leading them. You know, she is their, basically their bomb. They have turned her on and sent her that way, and they're just following her to see what happens when she gets there to try to stop all this. Um, and meanwhile, Maeve and Hector, Armistice, and Lee Sizemore that they've been dragging around this whole season the writer of everything. Um, they're trying to get away from some of the Delos people. Right. Well, well, Maeve is in there. She's all torn up and they're, yeah. they're have come, come there to save her. She rebuilds herself. There's the great scene with the bulls, you know, that yes. was awesome, you yeah. know, and the, those guy, guys, Tearing I through that. Right. We all, I, I, I see people talk about those future machine guns they have, which I think is hilarious because they are peeing, P90s or what they're called. They were in, they're real guns. They're just red. Mm-hmm. I've fired one. <laughs> they're they were in gold. Was it red? No, it was well, black. Then, I mean, but they're no. real guns. They're made by, by FNH. But they use they were in Goldeneye, the video game, a million years ago. You they were red a, though. You could use <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. But you but it's just like it's funny. They are such a futuristic gun, but the looking gun. Because they're still, they have like a round thing in the front and stuff, but they're like 25 years old. <laughs> they just painted them red, but it's a future gun. So well, that's what, you know, a Kushnikov or whatever is 50 years old, M6, M16 or whatever. It's the same right. basic gun. Um, so why? AK 47. You know, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, yeah, guns don't change. Yeah, guns don't change. Boom. You can paint them. <laughs> you cannot argue with this guy. <laughs> This guy is is right. He's right. Um. Anyway, so um, man, Future black. Guns. We get a, we get a showdown between her and you know Dolores and man, black, and he does end up 
Well, they find Bernard, and she, yeah, that's what happened. She, they find Bernard, and he's like, who the heck is he? Because he doesn't even know what, he never saw Arnold. Yeah. He never knew what he lo- looked like, and she's like. Mo- I'm assuming most people in the park at the moment didn't. No. They, yeah, the only ones, one they knew, anyone knew was Bernard. I, you know, Arnold died before the park really mm-hmm. began. Yeah. And so she's like, this is a guy, this is who you've been looking for all this time. And, and he said, but he still thinks it's like. Ford, you know, and and he ends up wanting to kill him. So he starts shooting her and does what she suspected he would. If he did try this, you know, she'd be protected. Puts a gun to her head, you know, with the shotgun shell and blows his hand off. Yep. If you don't use that on the red guns, he'd be all right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Should have painted his gun. She wouldn't have known it was his. True. Plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of plot holes in this. I, I there's stuff I couldn't get hung up on. Yeah, that's this of now. Ha, you know who knows Bernard's a robot who doesn't. Uh, surely there are tests. Like he just walks around freely. Yeah. Surely there would be. You know they'd be testing every ten feet because, and there would be mass murder on one room and two doors down. Everyone's just kind of calmly typing <laughs> on the computer and. <laughs> dead bodies everywhere, and then robots. Like I didn't quite get how the whatever how they gain sentience. Some of them, mm. and other rooms are still you know they're chopping firewood and still yeah they're still playing their part. Where other ones have completely understood what they are, and other ones just seem kind of confused but want to kill people. So there seem to be different levels of consciousness, and yeah, I didn't right. get a good sense of. How what it spreads, what triggers it, who knows yeah. what. Well, um, last year it was kind of got triggered by saying violent, these violent delights have violent ends. Mm-hmm. I think it's just certain characters, and they've kind of focused on characters that have just been able to find that higher consciousness somehow by having possibly a deep love with another host, you know, like a Kichita and um, maybe. Yeah, he, Maven, did, it. he Maven, did it on his own. Right. Exactly the code word. Exactly, and Maeve and her daughter, you know, and these they've they've just by developing an emotion, I think, has a lot to do with it. And it's fine keeping it vague because you might want to later down the road Uh, change something. Yeah. Besides, besides, I only need so much exposition. You know, don't explain everything to me. Um, The says I will says the guy who explained everything to us with with the notebook. (laughs) That's right. So, <laughs> Bernard and Dolores go down. They're going down underground in the facility. They're wanting to go to the forge. And also, we see Strand, which is the bald guy. Kind of, he's like oh, the yeah. Delos leader with yeah. Charlotte. Right. Um, they're also going down, but we can tell that it's. And they're, I think they're with Bernard also. It's two different times this is happening, obviously. You know, the, the mm-hmm. time with Dolores is earlier. Because they get down there and find her dead. Right. And, you, and they're asking what happened, you know. So, and they're still looking for Abernathy, which is Dolores' dad. They've, the whole time Charlotte's been looking for it. Abernathy wanting the information, you know. Um, 
But that also answered my main question from the first season was how is this technology only in a theme park? Mm-hmm. If they have this amazing technology to create these hosts, you know, even if Ford kept it very close to the vest, like people wouldn't spend millions of dollars to make a theme park. They would be building cars and fighting wars. and cre- So we figured out they still haven't perfected mm-hmm. how to transfer consciousness. And, and you know, there's still a lot of bugs in the system. So that could possibly answer mm-hmm. that, that query that there are no hosts in the outside world and it's still kept kind of contained. Right. Did you watch Ex Machina yet? Yes. You had to... What was it... This had to have affected how that movie was... Like, having seen Ex Machina before Westworld came out, Yeah, it had to be a different experience than watching it now. I, yeah, I think I knew too much about the movie to yeah. really be wowed by I it. I think having seen Westworld, Westworld's such a more complicated version of almost the same thing. Yeah. That I don't think it would live up to what it was for us a couple years ago. So And it also like all the things I've heard about it of like, oh it's so scary and she's so creepy and like I was expecting right. the robot to be the evil one. And plus I don't trust robots anyway, so I'm right. I'm always assuming robots <laughs> are the bad guys. <laughs> uh so Bernard and Dolores go in the forge, you know, they have that white light around their you know their heads and they're they're standing there, but they go mentally into the forge and they go through the door and come out and they're in Westworld. You know, it's like a simulation, and they see James Delos there. You know, like when he first went had bought the place and he's running through. You know, he kind of went crazy in there and stuff, and they go further under there and see all the different versions of him testing him trying to make a it's very sketchy what's going on it's like I don't I don't know exactly I'm not going to claim I know exactly yeah. how all that works but what we do is we meet a an AI of the forge the the AI doing running these simulations and it is in the um form of Logan his son and the the reason being because Logan is the his core thing. It was his ma- main purpose. They even ask him, you know, they show him being asked under there his the dad, you know, what's what are you about? I'm about my son, you know. I just love my son and, and that's all I care about, but he's, you know, a screw up, but I still love him. And then we get to the part where, you know, we, we and Logan had OD'd after that, but we saw the one moment that was the mo, you know, that defined James De- Delos was when he went outside and Logan was sitting there by the pool and he says, you know, you need to get out of here. If you're here for money, you know, get out of here. You're not getting any. Clean yourself up and come back. And, and Logan's like, I, I did. And what'd you tell me when I came back? He's like, I told you it wouldn't last. And it didn't. But he's like, basically, it's basically saying, nothing's gonna be good enough for you. And he tells his dad, I'm all the way down now. You know. And that just kicked me in the gut. Because if you remember the episode where the, they were running, had James Dellis, you know, as a host in that circle room, 
And he goes nuts in it, and he's scratching his face off, cutting it up in the mirror and looking into it, saying, I'm all the way down now. And I was like, that was what was eating him up, because and as that Logan AI goes on to explain, you know, I, we humans are just, they found out we aren't a complicated code. Mm-hmm. We're just 10,000 lines of code. So simple. That was the problem all along. We were making it too complicated. We are in a loop. We will always react the same way. We, it's possible we are the ones without free will. We will always do the same thing. No matter what happens, every time they get to that point, he always turned his son away. And it you know, even though he knew it shouldn't and it ate him up inside, it drove him crazy. He just never could not, could do the right thing. And I just, I was amazed by that, that, that line. Uh, I'm all the way down. I was like, man, that was so great that they buried that earlier in the season. So anyway, they got to, uh, let's see. I don't want to skip ahead. Let's see what happened. Um, oh, you don't want to mess up the timeline. No, exactly. <laughs> well, as they reveal things. Um, oh, I liked when he was talking about the, they had showed, got to the library there and had all the books and had everybody's names on it and, you know, and Dolores is going through and looking and they get out and they're flipping through it and these li- these 10,000 lines of code that define a person are all player piano notes. And that's so straight <laughs> from earlier when, uh, that line, um, that Ford had where he's talking about Mozart and Beethoven and Chopin. They didn't die. They just turned into music. And all I could think of was a ghost story. Remember a ghost story? Remember last year? I loved that movie, and you watched it. That monologue that guy gives in the center, you know, of the movie, and talking yeah. about how you can only hope to be li- like live on as art or music. You know, I was like podcast or podcast. Yeah, just live on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so humans are super predictable. We're learning, which uh, that's. I like fine. I'll buy that. I'll go with that reality. Right. I loved that. That was what it was. I mean, that that was wasn't something I was expecting. My my only real qualm is I don't know. Their data is a little skewed because okay, I'm gonna figure you out by how you play this game. I said when you play a video game and you murder a bunch of people, like does that mean you're an awful person? Because people are going to this world where they're, you know, they're saying this is them at their most free. Well, is it like? Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's what they're saying. Well, this is like them, you know, their 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 id. They've let their they've let their id run wild and what they really would like to do in the world, which I'm not yeah. exactly sure would be. Yeah, true. I don't know that. I don't think that most people would go into that situation thinking I'm going to go do what I'd. You know, would really do. Yeah, so what can you discern? You know, people don't act, you know, when they go on vacation to the Bahamas or whatever, they act differently than they do at work or they mm-hmm. do at home. So, like, you're judging a person by their least yeah. noble right. <laughs> environment. We'll, well say. I think, I'm, I, I guess I choose to look at it like they learn that and they learn how they are normal and it's not that complicated. Mm-hmm. We are so simple. You know, it's the hosts that could have much more choices than we do and change their minds. Um, brain balls. Brain balls. 
They uh, then we get the scene where I, I I did not like this character the first season, Lee Sizemore, the writer. Yeah, yeah. definitely. The second him season, a bit, I, yeah. I loved I loved him all season. He he told Hector early in the season. He he Hector was basically what he thought he wanted to be. You know, he wrote gave him all the best things to say. You know, and would get jealous when Hector would say them and things. He, you know, he should be with Maeve and things like that. And, and Hector stands up to like hold off the Delos people with their crazy future guns, and and he he starts to give the speech that he never got to give in the first se- first episode of the first season. You know, when it, Hector comes and robs the you know Mariposa, mm-hmm. he's like. Had you know given a speech and he comes there and Sizemore's like I gave him a be- even I wrote him a new speech. This is going to be so great. And what's happened? He gets right up there to give it and some guest just kills him before it and he's so disappointed. Well, he gets to get this is the speech yeah. and he's like I wrote him, these are my effing words anyway. And the music swells. This, I've heard people say they didn't like this because it was silly that he sacrificed himself in this way. Yeah, he could have given the speech from like behind a rock. Right. Yeah. He didn't have to walk but out into a hail of I agree. And the first time it played a little bit like that to me, but having watched it again, it's my favorite scene in the whole thing because the music is so good. And he delivers that speech amazingly. If you find a clip of it, Cliff, put it in here because he, it's, it's just, I love it. I love it. And the lesson is, if you're looking for a reckoning, a reckoning is what you'll find. If you're looking for a villain, then I'm your man. But look at yourselves. This world you've built is bound by villainy. You sleep on the broken bodies of the people that were here before you. Warm yourselves with their embers. Plow their bones into your fields. You paid them for this land with lead. And I'll pay you back in blood. Um. Anyway, he he saves them. You guys, these guys grin at each other because they're that's like, "We hate this stupid show." That's show. a request. No, that's just no, no, no. a request. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't ask for much, if, Cliff. If just you go find, find a clip. clip. <laughs> I've got it on my TV in there. If you want to record it. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So Dolores reads the book. Page two. Oh you my just God. flipped your notebook page. Mm. Wow, that's multiple pages. Yeah, exactly. So Dolores is reading some of these books. She can't read them all, but there's they had went in there's like four million people. Represented. Yeah, and that's another thing. She spends five minutes in the library. It's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get mankind. Yeah, <laughs> I got them all well, figured out. I assume she picked certain people. We did see that she read Strand's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, she not too far away was Charlotte's book on the yeah, show. Like the worst people, right? And there was several other names that were. Weren't, we're not any characters on the show, but I assume that they will show up next season. So I'm not going to bother 
I, I they weren't recognizable names. But anyway, she uh, she's basically just learning their pressure points. Just like if she were to read a book about James Delos, it would probably talk about Logan. You know, if if she were to read a book about Will, it would probably talk about Emily, his daughter. You know. Anyway, she's just getting a better, another better understanding of them. So we see the the crack. Yeah, the people the people are arriving at the crack, and we see the valley beyond. And the one guy, Indian guy that we didn't know, he runs through, and we see how it works. And perfectly, they don't have to explain it to us. We see how it works. He runs up, falls off a cliff, but his you know information you know goes into the valley beyond. He's happy, and we see boop on the computer screen. There he is. You know that information is entered. So okay, we get it. That's how it's going to work. And we get to see Felix and Sylvester. They're looking over, and they don't see the crack yeah, because they're funny. they're human. Okay, so we know how it all works. Um, and comes Clementine, and she is basically the virus, you know, in this yeah. in this. Behold a pale horse. Yes. Oh yeah, give it to us. What's that from? The, Where's your accent? The Bible. <laughs> That's from the Bible, y'all. <laughs> and sat upon it was death. Yeah. And Clementine. Oh, they even, yeah, they even said something about uh, yeah, um, Charlotte says. Right around there, uh, I guess one horseman of the apocalypse will have to do, or something like that. Good, good call. So she goes through and creates this virus, and everybody starts fighting each other and not escaping into the which this was all possible because of Maeve. They figured out how to transmit controls and yeah. signals, right? Right. So some people aren't affected. You know, some of the stronger ones aren't affected. Um, Maeve starts looking for her daughter. She ends up finding, you know, the daughter. And Armistice ends up shooting and killing Clementine. But it's right. too late. Our, you know, the virus is is there. It's still causing people to act crazy. Um, and then Maeve stops the crowd, which was pretty awesome. When she... Holds up her hand. She used I, just like how, I just like how her sleeve, you know, her arm came out of her sleeve and stuff. It was such a Red Sea Moses moment, you know, and everybody just freezes. It was pretty awesome. Um, let me see the man in black. Okay, after, we're back to after he's blown his hand off. Hand off, and he's sitting. He's there. still going. He's been shot fifteen times. Well, that was yeah. <laughs> he he. Stands up. They've left him. He's outside of the forge to go downstairs or whatever down there. And he goes, walks over to get on the elevator. All of this is possibly hundreds of years in the future. This is no longer the current timeline. This is the stinger afterwards. And, you know, the, this is his loop. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get to more of that, but... And the reason I, we the reason we know that is because when yeah, we see, like yeah, you don't have to explain it. To him. <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. yeah, right. I didn't need a notebook. <laughs> okay, tell us why we know that. Cliff. You know, one thing I was going to mention while you were talking. <laughs> no, 
I was really surprised that Anthony Hopkins was back for season two. Because earlier in the season... That was a, that was, they did that on purpose. It was a big super surprise. Yeah, well, they super surprised me because yeah. they were they used you know a stand-in where you only saw him in the shadow yeah. or whatever. They were trying to fake to us young, out. They yeah. told us he wasn't going to be on the season. It was an awesome reveal when he actually was there. Yeah, it... it Flip me out. A little I like when that, I remember that episode that ended with that shadow of him. Yeah, and we had seen that dog walking around. I was like, right, and I was like, what is up with the dog? And then I remembered that's a greyhound in one of the very first yeah. episodes. He tells that whole story mm-hmm. about the greyhound. I was like, and I, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. He's going to be here. Yeah, it it did. It, it surprised the heck out of me. That's good. One of the benefits of. We're watching it all basically in a row. Yeah, I remembered the great home oh, story sure. and a lot of that. Stuff. Well, the only thing, I, okay, one thing that stuck out to me then, if you if you watched recently, is like, what happened to old Wild Bill? You know, the original clunky. Yeah. You know, I feel like they should have used him somewhere along the line. I miss. <laughs> and there was a shot where uh, Yul Brenner was basically standing yeah, in the background yeah. at one yeah, point yeah. where they scrolled. Past oh yeah, I was that, like, was, that was cool. <laughs> Um. So, Dolores is down there with Bernard, and she's stopping. Uh, to be honest, at this point, I wasn't even trying to figure out what was going on. I've heard people like say they enjoyed it more. Or not why? Why is everybody so confused? If you don't think that much about it, there's nothing to be confused. Yeah, about. I, it was. <laughs> I was enjoying it, but I'm like, it was hopping so much, and I'm like, I, I'm. I can't even pretend I'm following this at yeah. this point. Just sit back and watch it and just let oh, it yeah. unfold. That's how I watch. I honestly, when I watch it the first time, I don't mm-hmm. try to figure it out. I, I want to actually listen to what they're saying and things. Because, like, the door's open and she walks out. And then two seconds later, the door's open and, and someone walk else walks yeah. And it's like, no, wait a minute. Like, right. I'm not going to pause it and go back right. and figure. Besides, they know. Everybody knows now. First season, maybe not. But everybody knows this season that there's multiple timelines, obviously. Well, this was the main thing I wanted to bring up, if that's probably the best place to do it. Yeah. That, yes, season one, that worked. And that was the water cooler thing everyone yeah. talked about. Wow, what a twist. We had, I didn't even know. I got to go back and rewatch it and figure out what was going on. So that seems to be, that's Westworld's thing. Hmm. I remember even saying, "Well, how we talk? How can season two top that? What's it going? How could they trick us again? Or how can they twist time?" And I really don't think they needed to. Mm-hmm. I think it was unnecessarily convoluted. It that added very little to my enjoyment of this show. That season one, great twist, cool thing, unique storytelling. Season two, like I'm already invested. I want to know where these characters are going. And showing me a little hint of this and a glimpse of that and a different timeline here, yeah. that doesn't help me. Ooh, I wonder what's going to happen next. I already want to know what's going to happen next. Well, season one, you got that as we watched through it too. You got that. Oh, okay. So this happened. You know, you. It's when it comes to light for you, and then you're like putting it all together. This one, you're. I was just kind of like, it's whatever. Like I, I, I personally. I think I like season two better than one, which I know Seth has said is not the consensus. I just enjoyed it more, but I didn't get anything out of the shifting timelines and the confusion that that added. It didn't. I'm somewhere. It didn't blow my mind. And wow, what's happening there? It just. It just didn't seem necessary for storytelling. And the one reason it doesn't isn't necessary is because, 
the whole the reason it worked before is you didn't you weren't supposed to know it. Yeah, obvious. Everybody knows it this time. I did think that they at least had an excuse for it when they came up when they explained that Bernard had to mix everything up. And allow him, he had to not be able to know when he was. That was if, a good explanation. If it was just the Bernard stuff, and every time he's on screen, he's not sure where he is, like, that's one thing, but then they just went overboard and they just seemed like mm-hmm. they did it too much. It was, it was, there was, it was, I think, unnecessarily convoluted, but I also, and I, sometimes they're just too, too puzzle box for their own good. I, so I agree with you there. Well, I remember I remember last year when we were talking about it, and something I wanted to see more of was outside of the park. I wanted to see how operations worked and all this theme park stuff that interested me. <laughs> and then we got some of that this year, and I was like, yeah, I don't like any of this. <laughs> yeah. I need more cast member interactions. Yeah. Where's their favorite bathroom? <laughs> exactly. Sector 14. They still have a pipe on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree. There, uh, I don't know that it needed it. I, I would like... I'm curious how it would play out. In real, they still could have... They could have played it out in real time and still kept some secrets. That would be an interesting... Because I think they were doing it and having the whole Charlotte Dolores thing... That was supposed to help some of that be a secret, and you know, but they could have still kept that a secret and had like one flashback. You know, that yeah. would be an interesting thing now after we've watched two seasons for somebody to go back and cut it. Oh yeah, all into proper time. I'm somebody will do that. I'm sure. Um. So, Dolores is she doesn't like this idea of everyone going into the promised land because it's just another gilded cage you know to her what the real world is all that matters to her so at this point she's against that and she's hitting the fail safe and, all and once again she's making choices for people oh, yeah who she claims she wants to be free but she's dictating right. what that means she's not the good guy mm-hmm. um i don't know who is the good guy you know bernard Teddy. Teddy. Teddy is Teddy. the good guy. That was a Teddy. good moment at the end of the episode. Um, so. Now, she, who is the good guy? Is. Uh, what's her name? She was, she was chained up in the cave. Oh, Elsie. The tech. Elsie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like my favorite character oh, on the yeah. show. Shannon Woodward. She's all. Awesome. She's so tiny and yeah. just takes no. You know. Gives yeah. no gut oh, to anyone. Yeah. I loved her in the first season. I was so happy she wasn't dead and had yeah. more screen time. Excellent. Um, so Bernard's ticked off because she's doing that and he wants to see all these people be happy even though you apparently have to be a no samurai people really get to go in there it's just yeah what happened to the samurais (laughs) it's the Westworld people get to go um (laughs) anyway so that's a cool part where he's like this isn't a dream it's an effing nightmare and he blows her away you know and that that was a, I just thought that was awesome. You know, uh, uh, hit Jeffrey Wright is incredible on this show. Was he nominated for anything? He, I don't know who has been nominated for this show, but yeah. but he, he, him, and Tandy Newton are just amazing. I, I think all of them do an amazing job, but he is the this season especially. I think he has really risen to the top. 
um, having to play different levels of lucid and different yes. timelines and no, you know, in this scene, I don't know this about this person. Like that's got to be the most complicated thing right. for an actor. Yeah. Um. So he does that, kills her, and all the twitching and hand oh, shaking. Yeah. Um. Takes her brain ball. <laughs> puts puts the Abernathy information on everybody or whatever puts that in her head which we don't really see this happen then but we you know find out later um we see you know the man in black gets in the elevator yeah or is it has been in the elevator coming down this whole time this exact elevator that Bernard is going to go get in to go up and when it opens the man in black is not there further proof that that is a that is that stinger timeline of the man in black. So another page. <laughs> it's like those old uh, storybooks, like audio storybooks. Like turn the page. Now. Oh, yeah. I used to love. When you hear the ding, turn yeah. your notebook page. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R two D two beep like this. Let's begin now. Oh, Let's talk about those. When you have R two D two, turn the page. I had an Indiana Jones one that you heard the whip, so you <laughs> whoosh, turn the page. <laughs> this is the story of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the bull whip crack like this. Let's begin. You really? Now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a fox and hound book with it. The names were replaced with my name. It was one of the characters with a some kid or whatever it was. It was like that. You could buy these books and put your name in the book, <laughs> same as your brick. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. It was like uh, your name on this brick. book. Yeah. Um. Man, the fox and the hound. That's a sad movie. Yeah. We could talk about it on that one list thing. Okay. So Maeve gets shot. And she, you know, she's she's been stopping the crowd, people running through into the promised land. That was my other question: Is lots of hosts are getting shot through this last season? Yes. Let's, let's Who is see. fixing them? Okay, here we got Maeve got shot, it got killed. Basically, Hector, Teddy, Armistice, Angela blew up with her grenade. Clementine, Elsie got killed. And the answer to that question is, this is an expensive show. Wasteful. <laughs> Wasting. This is an expensive show to make, and they're thinning this crowd out. Yeah. And whenever, and I don't, I doubt they have, whenever they figure out who they want these brain balls to be next mm-hmm. season, those people will come back. Um, we see at the end of the episode... Felix and Sylvester explicitly given the orders to salvage anyone if they feel like it, and they look down at Maeve. Yeah, that seemed to be... Right. Yeah, there was a comic series not too long ago where... Oh, the Spider-Man... I thought you were going to talk about those two stormtroopers. Oh. Because those guys remind me of those yeah, two stormtroopers. Yeah, Tag and Bank, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there was a series recently where the Jackal cloned everyone from Spider-Man's world who had ever died, villain, hero, family member. And at the end... Like the building blew up. It's like some of them escaped. 
<laughs> we don't know who. So literally anyone you want to bring back, you can bring back as a. So this seemed like, yeah, anyone we want to you know keep around. There's a very easy way to bring right. them all back or not bring them back. So we saw the door was closing. Akichita runs. Gets in there as it closes and sees his wife or girlfriend from the eighth episode. Not sure how she got there. I'm not going to overthink it. Might just be his... uh, It's supposed to be like his paradise. Maybe he conjured her there, you know. Who knows? Um, So... Bernard... Leaves with Elsie and Charlotte. Everything's things are flooding. This is how the flood happened that we saw in the first episode this season. Teddy Flood. Yeah, this is his last name. Teddy Flood. Where you been, man? (laughs) That probably doesn't mean a thing. (laughs) Um, it was there the whole time. (laughs) So. Michael said it was underwater. Oh, yeah. It's true. All this time, he was right. Atlantis. (laughs) (laughs) So this is when it goes nuts. You know, this is when every... You know, it's the most convoluted amount of scenes. You know, we see them go back. um, Bernard's upset because all these people were killed. All these hosts were killed. And Elsie... He, he's trying to talk to Elsie, but she's, you know, doesn't trust him because he's left her a couple times. And, you know, he, yeah, she's again the most level headed of the yeah, whole bunch. And, and he's like, he doesn't know what's going on because his mind's so messed up. We see Charlotte come in and, you know, she blows Elsie away. It's like, well, she's like completely evil at this point. And this is still. The real Charlotte, you know, and she, and then we flash at some point seeing him back in the down there at the entrance to the forge, you know, when they Charlotte finds him with dead Dolores, and he's, you know, he's confused about who even shot Dolores. He can't remember when what happened, and she finds the information ball in Dolores's head. And it's just a mess. We see where he had created, you know, he talks to Ford in his system. Supposedly, we find out later he wasn't really, you know, and he was just guided by his memories of Ford, what Ford would have had him do type thing, whatever. I don't, I mean, so much. Yeah, that seemed very convoluted. Like, again, one of those supervillains, I've planned 50 steps ahead. I know exactly what's going to happen. Right. Well, basically, the only thing is it really, it's not... It does seem super complicated when I watch it. When I get to what in the order things happened, it really just came down to she shot Elsie and he created a new Charlotte. You know, he took, went down there, did that, gave her the, put the Dolores ball in her. And then when they dumped Elsie's body down there, the new, what, what are we going to call her? What are we going to call Dolores Charlotte? Darlet? Shoreless. Shoreless. Shor- uh, that's bad. I don't know. <laughs> Shoreless. <laughs> Just rolls off know. the tongue. Let's call her Darlet. So she comes out and kills Charlotte. And that's supposed to be the big reveal, which wasn't like super crazy. It was neat. 
It's like we saw, and it, I'm sure if you go, I haven't done it, but I'm sure if you go back this season, any time that they show anything after this time, I'm sure that Tessa Thompson is acting like Dolores. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's probably pretty neat, and I'm, you know, it would probably be interesting in a rewatch. Dorlet. Dorlet? Dorlet. <laughs> I don't know. That, that doesn't sound good. That's like, that's where Michael, you, that's where Michael gets on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Tessa Thompson and Dolores would be turlet. <laughs> <laughs> but we see, you know, and where was where was <sighs> well, never mind. Anyway, so we see Rebus. Rebus. <laughs> where was Rebus? We, well, we saw Rebus at the beginning of the season. Rebus. <laughs> You know, bring them all back. Or didn't they turn? He was bad, but they turned him into a good guy. Early in the season, I swear that at some point, some uh, Maeve turned him good or something. Man, I, I'm yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah. But we see in like one of the first episodes when they're on the beach and they find Bernard and stuff. You see all these people getting executed, oh, and he yeah. goes, "Not on my watch, hurting a woman," and they kill him. You know, I was like, and I, and I remember thinking, why is he so good here? And then we see, I saw like a couple episodes later, they made him good. Yeah, anyway, I like those little touches that they actually had things make sense. Because sometimes they don't. <laughs> anyway, we see Bernard start to become lucid down there by the forge saying, you know, oh, I killed all of you. He's telling Strand, or she, I brought her back, she killed you, and say who, and, Dorlet shoots, <laughs> shoots Dorlet. Strand and everybody, you know, very Terminator-like. She's like, holding, you know, not turning her head and stuff and doing all this. Um, anyway, that's pretty neat. Uh, but at this point, she shows how they can change their minds about things. And I don't know what, why. It doesn't make any sense, but I think it was just to show that they, you know, they were had the ability to make change their minds maybe more than we can. And she she decides to save these people. But again, it's so hypocritical because there's so few of them she's going to save. Everyone else is just chattel, yeah. and she just mows down because they're in her way. She's not like freeing her people. Like that's what I thought. It was, you know, Dolores the Freedom. Would that make sense? That's what I thought. You know, a more black and white show yeah. might do. Right. Where you know, oh my robot brethren are being oppressed. I must free them all. She's on a whole different track. Like she doesn't care about her people. She cares about herself and I don't know. Maybe Teddy. That seems to be about it. And she's yeah. going to mow down anyone that's between her and that goal. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not a completely consistent character. And but it's not cookie cutter like you're saying. It's not yeah. what we would have expected. Yeah. However. When I thought she was the hero of the piece, and we would have to sympathize with her, yeah. and they're they're not asking us to sympathize with her because <laughs> oh, she's, <no>. <laughs> she's awful. She's <laughs> awful. <laughs> so it's cool. I like the character. I, yeah. It's a it's a, a fascinating character to watch. But yeah, you're not rooting for her. So she, you know. Changes things. They change the coordinates of where they're sending this information of the promised land. So no one's going to be able to shut it off. They've sent the, you know, the life 
forces, I guess, of these hosts somewhere to run a simulation of, you know, they're happily ever after. And I think no, it no seemed one. very much very San Junipero to me. Yes, they get a digital yes. afterlife. That's a Black Mirror episode. Watch it. Um. Then she kills Bernard because she says you. You're not gonna be able, basically you're not gonna be able to travel like this. All I need is your brain bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and she and I'm sure in the you know, the timeline this is back towards what you know what we saw this whole season was uh right after the last season ended and two weeks later at the same time, uh we saw Bernard Wash up, you know, on the, on the beach, found by Strand and all of them. And we had the, also at the end of last season where Dolores started shooting people and Bernard ran off with Charlotte. And all this time it has been coming together. That first cycle has been going for two weeks. And so this episode was a whole bunch of the last few days mm. pushed together. I and could not have tracked that if you <laughs> tried yeah. to pay me. Right. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> They, uh, it's not necessary. They, anyway, so she finally has the information. So this whole time, they hit it well, the fact that Dolores was Charlotte, because... So how much of this season was Charlotte not Charlotte? Not a lot. Not just the very, I mean, just the last episode, or are we... No, there was quite a bit of that timeline after the flood, but that you have to pick pieces out of there, but... Oh, my. But the re, the reason they... I, it worked well is because Charlotte's motivation in that timeline is five. She, well, all along her motivation was, but it's exactly Dolores's motivation find also. Her find her dad. Yeah. So we didn't know that it was two different people. So that was neat. Hmm. Um. Let's see. We find out. You know. I like. I like. We see. He said. She tells. Where is it? Charlotte? <laughs> I can't even read my notes. I think it says Dorlet. Yeah, it does. Dorlet. <laughs> anyway, she says make some comment about reading someone's file. And I think it was, I forget who it was, but she, but it was like, oh, okay, so she, this is Dolores saying how she read the book on somebody. But anyway, we get to Bernard figuring out he has to scramble his brain so Strand can't tell when he's scanning him, basically. I don't know how that works, of course. It doesn't matter, but that's why he's, that's their excuse for scrambling his brain. Um, yeah, the controls that humans have seemed very, obviously, inadequate. Right. But they didn't seem they don't they don't seem to be able to tell who's a robot until they put the little thing on their neck. They don't seem to be able to stop anyone or shut anything down remotely. Everything is miles away from each other with no real reliable transportation. Like this whole place was planned very poorly. Yeah, and they obviously can't tell. As a just, theme park enthusiast, I mean, yeah. imagine they obviously can't. Seriously, tell. I mean, you you would think they would there would be some they'd they mark them wristbands. Or, yeah, wristbands. Even I putting something on their neck doesn't make sense because they do that to Dorlet at the end, yeah. and, and they let her by. They but. need to like leave an eyebrow off or something. 
Two, old, two left hands. Yeah. <laughs> like the old G.I. Joe's that gave him all a scar. Right, right. <laughs> so we're watching... Too many points of articulation. <laughs> we're watching Dorla walking down the beach to leave. She's leaving. And this was so ex machina. You know, escaping into to the real world. This ex Dorlet. Yeah. <laughs> ex Dorlet, yeah. So anyway. But that was a cool little scene with the Lester Hemsworth brother yeah. of like Because again, he's he's not been an interesting character all right. the whole season, but like the fact that he's he's been run over by these upper level guys. And you get a wink of I know what's going on, and this is they've they've made their bed now they're going to well, lie. In. I'm gonna go even further with it. He is a host. I got uh, I I yeah I wasn't he, sure. He says I've been here for so long I can't even remember so many years. And the old man gave me one job, and I guess you could say it was my core drive. See, I, I took that as him like. I could be a host. Who cares? I like, think it was supposed to come off like that, but it's been yeah. confirmed. Oh, okay. By the by show, show creators. Boo, show creators. I have one job. <laughs> he had one job, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me stuff. I want to But anyway, <laughs> he, uh, and he says, but I like how he's saying it. Like, they've pushed my job. I have to follow my core drive. And my core drive is to protect the hosts or take care of the hosts on this island. And he's like, but I support this robot rebellion you got going on here, so I'm going to stick to my one core drive. But I like it better as a human. I agree. Being among all these robots, realizing we're not that different. I am programmed by these people, and I'm forced to be in my loop, even though I'm still human. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I can't help. Although that that, that Hemsworth bone structure, man, that can't be natural. That's got to be. <laughs> that's got to be man-made. Yeah, you think that that comes natural? No way. No way. That took a machine. A machine. Ah, so 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 Dorlet's got a bag full of brain balls. She's got five brain balls in there. We know we've got one's Bernard. And we don't know who the rest are. Where's Abernathy? What happened to him? He got stapled we, to the chair. Did we, I know. I mean, did we smuggle out the content? I the the tech? I don't know. I don't okay. Know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'm willing the to stuff the Delos people were obsessed with. I, I don't remember where it ended up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they got it back. Yeah, it right. might be one of them bowls. <laughs> so we hear Bernard saying. You know, Dolores is this now because she gets off the island. You know, she gets to leave, and she's there in the basement. She's a, they they yes. I call in on you, Jordan. I raise my hand. And didn't they say uh, everyone had like a bomb in their vertebrae or something? Like the host couldn't leave. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure he made. So when this he one made the new one, well, like, did we explain? Can he do that? <laughs> I assume so. I assume so. Let's see. You think he made it himself. They showed him their positioning, the bones, and everything. So okay. I doubt he was like, "Well, I got to put this bomb in." Here. Well, you think like they got like factory spines would ship in with the bombs already pre-uploaded? <laughs> well, <Walmart. laughs> they go through so many of right. them. Put them with the Pokemon cards. Um. So she said, "This is." She's explaining that we we see there at. Uh, Arnold's house that we saw earlier in the season 
that Frank Lloyd Wright house is what it is. And but they're in there, and that Ford has set it up with a printer, you know, to print out a thing for them, give them a head start. And she's down there talking to to him and saying, you know, you you live as long as the last person remembers you. Is that ghost story thing again? Yeah. And yeah, the house has a printer. He uh, he can't, but he can't let her kill everyone. He's telling her this is where this is one of those things. There has to be a show that did this where such the 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 good guy and the bad guy work together, you know, but knowing they're going to have to be enemies again. That was such what she was going for. She's like, mm-hmm. we're going to need each other to do this. And yes, only one of us will win, but it won't be them, you know. Uh, she brought him ju- because she will need him, but she knows he'll be against her. And I'm just like, what the heck is going to happen next season? And I'm still a little lost on Ford's motivation, we'll say, of like... But Ford's motivation has been AI takeover. So, but it's again, it's not the simplistic of like, it's a pure thing. We can't let an evil corporation take over. Like, again, on a simpler show, it would be the creative... You know, uh, good guy versus the people who want to use his creation for evil. Well, Ford doesn't seem to mind it being used for evil. Just not. He wants them to be evil by themselves, or what? I I don't know. He just. (laughs) I think he realized they are the. I mean, it could. I can't believe I. Oh, we didn't talk about movies that episode, and talk about that movie I saw. But it's such a two thousand one thing to be like. He has recognized the evolution. The evolution, yeah. And this is and where... has accepted his fate. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, That's kind of how I felt about the Sizemore scene where people were complaining about that. Uh, you know, I thought he was kind of accepting that I'm going to sacrifice myself. Maybe I don't need to die this moment, but I'm going out the way I want to go out and I'm, I'm letting these, you know, the higher being move on. Hmm. You know, I don't know. It's a show. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> So Ain't then we no get robot, no higher beam. Uh, we see, you know, uh, uh, Charlotte come in. Also, we've got a Dolores, a Bernard, and a Charlotte body, but we don't know whose brain ball is in that yet. Um, and they they leave. They leave him, and he ends up walking out of the house into the world that we don't know what it looks like now at this time or what's going on, but. And then we get credits. And then we get the stinger. If you didn't see the stinger, boy, you missed it out. Um, we see the man in black gets to the basement. Finally, with his hand blown off. And he sees Emily, his daughter, who's not really his daughter. It's much like Logan was the AI for his dad being, you know, being in the circle room, you know, she is for her dad, and we kind of find out that he's been running through a simulation to see if he could change, and no, he always kills his daughter. You know, that we are, this is just my interpretation. I don't really know. I don't think we have enough information. Yeah, like where does the loop, quote unquote, start? For him, right? Is it where we first it met po- him? It possibly doesn't have to go. It doesn't have to go all the way back. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it could go back to just before he kills her. See if he kills her. I don't know. Um, 
But we do know that this. She says this has been this has taken way longer than we even thought. So it could be hundreds of years. And which we there. set up with Delos that it's decades and decades right. for him. Right. Yeah. So and we also so when he was digging in his arm at that he was a host at that point, right? Or would that have been the, his first trip? No. This down? this. This whole series that we've been watching until then, he was a human. It is at okay the original that, run. That's of his first times. trip to the main. So it's not like ooh, all this time yeah. he's been a host. No, yeah. this is a new thing. And again, I read an interview with Lisa Joy, you know, one of the showrunners, and she's not willing to. It's not they haven't given us all the information, and this isn't. You know, we don't necessarily know what is going on with him, and that this is in a future. She said where things have flipped. It's no longer us monitoring hosts. It's flipped. You know, so hmm. do with that what you will. We're in a human zoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cookbook is for people. <laughs> <laughs> we did always see when they were in the. Uh, did you ever notice this this season when they were in? The simulation stuff, the aspect ratio changed. It went. Oh no! Yeah, it it was a big thing all season. The when they were it was simulation. It was the aspect ratio went down mm-hmm. to the letterbox or whatever. Um. So basically, the conversation. Yeah, when he shows up down there at Caesar, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> f, <laughs> I'm in the thing." <laughs> he's like, uh. She's like, she says, what's, it's what's left of your world. He's like, in, in the park, in my park, right? But she, you know, she's like, what were, you, what were you hoping to prove? And he said he was trying to prove that he had a choice where basically he had learned, you know, that they, about this, I'm somewhere along the line, he has probably learned that they, they're, they don't have a choice. Like James Dellis always turned down his son. He always killed his, his sister, I mean his daughter. So that's probably what he was trying to find out. This is a yeah. This is a pretty cynical show yeah. about human nature. Oh yeah. Says she said. Oh, I just have a few questions to verify. And he says, verify what fidelity? We all of course saw coming. And that conversation, you know, I I go back to I like that where Bernard and Ford were talking, you know, about because the. Uh, episode was called the passenger, passenger, whatever. Just talking about how humans are just passengers of simple code with no real free will. Free will. Um, and that was basically it. We uh, it ended there. We don't, you know, whether where we'll go in the third season. I can't wait. I mean, basically, we've got to be out of the park now. There's. Here's what here's what it comes down. To. I think we'll still have some park because we got Felix and Sylvester are going to save Maeve, I'm sure, and we'll they'll do there'll be something park wise. But the majority of the, this tells me that there is a money problem and on on HBO for <laughs> Westworld and they wanted to keep, you know, this is an overly expensive show. So now it's well, they got rid of all this high-paying cast, and they got rid of. They can go in the real world, which costs nothing. 
to have a season in. But it's called Westworld. Well, that's the only thing. I'm, that's why I said. That's so why they changed the name I, to Real World. That's why I think there's been twenty some seasons. Of what happens when when Puck when shows some up. robots that's start, right. stop being AI and start getting real? Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so you you don't think we're going to get hundreds of years in the future when Dolores has won and the world's a smoking no. crater? I don't think so. That was just hinted at. We're not going to get to that. I, I, I think we'll have... Get ready. Multiple times. <gasps> I would say... Yeah, I think we'll get far future. Maybe we'll get... They'll have purple guns. We'll get... I, people talk like this is... this. I can't wait to see the future guns. The world with, future. The world that Dolores and them are going to, people have tracked by, you know, looking clues and everything, that it's somewhere like 30, 40 years in our future. Space Force. Yeah, exactly. So, broad strokes, where are mm. you now? When you ended first season, are you on a similar... Level of fandom or enjoyment. Or yeah, it's a weird series for me. It doesn't hit me the way it does other people. Um, it's it's interesting, but I don't really like. I don't know. It's just like okay. I like their themes. I like the first season better because it was a simpler puzzle. That was. I think it was easier for. I think everyone to get maybe not catch it first, but everybody should get the same enjoyment from the reveal. And that was such a simple, clever story. And the second one is so much more convoluted. I think, which is, I like the puzzle box, but I think it's it was too much. So many shows have certain seasons that are better than others. I just don't know after the first season, the time they spent on it, the money they spent on it, that they can ever come close to that. I agree with that, but I will. I I didn't think they could come. They could come that close, and I think that they came pretty close. I really did like the second season. I liked the way it ended. I liked the twists. I liked the deal with the humans not being as complicated and all that. I liked them actually getting off the island uh, you know I love Jeffrey Wright and I there were so many things that I loved about it I, I'm I didn't ex- I expected them to fall on their faces in the second season and that did not happen for me yeah like I said on the previous podcast I I liked that they widened the scope I didn't get hung up on the details so I wasn't like whoa you didn't explain this like I yeah. I just went with the flow, and that's fine because I, again, like Cliff said, it's not my favorite show. I think it's really well made and really interesting, and I'm glad I watched it. But I'm not gonna rewatch it over and over again right. and, and fill up notebooks full of notes. It's not yeah. Riverdale. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, is it bad if you do it for both of those shows? <laughs> yeah, on the Venn diagram yeah. of obsessive, there fans. are very few people that that <laughs> have the. And <laughs> they all have their own this overlap. It's just me standing there in that overlap. I, I got to say something real quick because this is bothering me. One thing that's bothering me about the show, but I feel like it's gotten so complicated. I don't even know if that's what they're going for. But the idea of this whole deal, like we're going to make a AIU so you can live forever, is is false to me because I'm still dead. I don't care if you made something like me 
So I don't live forever. In order for that to happen, I die, and I'm not going to know any of that ever happened. I may that new being may think they were me. You may have magically made them have my memories and all that, but that still is not me. I'm dead. So, so I've never understood how that is an answer. You know, I think it goes back to those people wanting to be remembered forever. They get to live in you know forever like that, but but. That has bugged the heck out of me. It's always good back. Spoilers for the prestige. You're getting them right now. That's a great magic trick, but you die every freaking time, and I don't think there's enough attention paid to that. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't really thought of that. That it, We're not talking about uploading your consciousness or whatever. No. It's your data. Your, That's your my idea yeah. of living forever. Yeah. If, you, if you could put my consciousness into that, now we're talking, yeah. but not a copy of my consciousness. That's not what I want. I don't care if I don't need that. But I did like because that when that was revealed, all oh, this whole park is for rich people to try to live forever. It was like, okay, I guess that's a good twist. But then to twist that twist and say, no, it's more like Facebook where we're mining all your data and yeah. your mem- and I'm like, oh, they're or what are they blackmailing them or what? You know, what are they using this data for? Like that interested me a lot more. And I was like, no, we're using the data. To make even more hosts, like, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that too, we, too I big think, to even yeah. contemplate. Well, that's. What, I think that they can rein it back in next season if they start out. You know, if they've got these just few people going into the real world, mm-hmm. I think they can do some really interesting things. They can tell a simple story again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about the next season. So a couple years from now, we'll get. <laughs> But yeah, I like that this season switched some things up. And like I said before, we had the, the the episode everyone loved that followed the Native American character. It was just so heart wrenching. Yeah. His mm-hmm. story was so good. I love the samurai episode because I the only oh, thing yeah. I like as much as westerns are samurai movies. And we got a little you know hour long samurai movie right in the middle of things. And the highlight of the whole second season. Was them playing Wu Tang Clan on the <laughs> Japanese instrument, and it took me like, what is that tune? I was like, what? Is that? Oh, it's Wu Tang Clan! Like, I had such a moment of joy when that clicked for me. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Oh uh, yeah. Well, when I was when Cliff sent me the message, and Cliff should add that song in yeah, while we're talking. Sure. When when, it, when you messaged, um, paint it black. Mm-hmm. When that episode was playing, and they were, you know, and everything came flooding in as they were entering the samurai, and Painted Black was playing, and I was like, this is like the first episode. Yeah. You know, only it's Japanese Painted Black. I was like, these are all copies of them. And Lisa Sizemore was like, I ran out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is so good. So, yeah, the more we talk about it, the more I, I love I feel like they pulled it off. It was just a little bit much. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the shogunate who, you know, deafens all his followers. Like, that's mm-hmm. such a, like, samurai story. Yeah. And the, you know, the, the duel of honor for the ronin that lost his master. Like, oh, all that stuff is so awesome. Yeah, when when you, when, once they got past the first season, I, and they, they had a little room to breathe this season to do those bottle episodes, that, that, that was, without them, I think it would have, not been as good for sure well that should be it okay we did it got a title 
bag full of brain Door balls. Dorlet. Dorlet. Or Chekhov's brain balls. Chekhov's brain balls. Yeah, let's go to Chekhov's brain balls. I like that. So that's it for Westworld. We didn't. Sorry, we didn't give it the hours we did last season, but hopefully uh, this makes up for it. Um, if you have weird theories or <laughs> ideas or something we didn't touch on, please comment. Yeah, uh, especially on Facebook, tweet us, do something. Where can I find those avenues, Mister Barnes? www.udanwithkpb.com or at the pal podcast on. <laughs> It's really late. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's not as late as our last few episodes. That's true. At the Kapow Podcast on the Twitter or, of course, on our Facebook page. Beam, and it, beam straight to your brain ball. That's right. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Seth. Bye forever. As always. We're in a... Oh, the timeline shifted. <laughs> oh, what happened? <laughs> we went out of order. <laughs> Temporal craziness, dude. <laughs> Kapow, the pop culture podcast, is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.